smell good food, uh, I tend to crave it. And when it gets in my mind and I get the image of it, especially me eating it, I buy it. Those years, I have this thought like life is too short to not enjoy the thing. So see it, grab it, savor it. it's exciting because this is one of my favorite topics i like learning about this dopamine serotonin stuff thing because i feel like i can sense them when i'm getting too much of it and too low of it and when i do hardly i'm trying to balance them hardly yes it's difficult indeed it's not possible to remove dopamine but taking a short break from it does wonder in this episode, we're going to talk about what is dopamine, what does it do to our body, and how it affects our behaviors, and how can we make use of it to achieve productivity and regain control over our lives. I'm not an expert on this topic, but I'm sharing with you what I've learned. I'm so excited. And without further ado, let's dive in. In the past seven years or so, I've been so addicted to many external things, of course, that includes social media. I think Instagram launched the year 2010 and Twitter was close to those years. I've been into those things during those years and onwards, but I wasn't posting too much. I was just preoccupied with browsing through it. Facebook, I think, became available to the public year 2006, but at that time, I wasn't consuming it until the year 2008 or 2009 when it was yet different from what it is now. I think that time it was more of games. It's evolving, isn't it? Beautiful. Recently, I heard Mark Zuckerberg talk about a new name for it called Metaverse. I watched an interview of him by Gary Vee recently, that's where I knew about it, but you may also check on it if you want to get in details. I'm not against these platforms, just to make it clear, because just like you, we use these platforms to learn, interact, and discover. In the past seven years or so, I get a bit of arousal receiving texts or notifications from my phone, binge watching YouTube videos, and buying tasty food a lot whenever I see them or smell them or smell good food. Uh, I tend to crave it and when it gets in my mind and I get the image of it, especially me eating it, I buy it. Those years, I have this thought like life is too short to not enjoy the thing, so see it grab it savor it and of course i wasn't able to enjoy them when i was studying university because aside from i have the budget of a student i can say when it comes to financing i didn't have any that's why i didn't have any spare for these things i was too focused on other things and even if i cannot satisfy my cravings those years it was fine because my focus is on my studies that's why I can just recall and share my past seven years with you. Food is so addictive. There is something about that food that makes me want more and more of them again. Sometimes it's quite odd because when I want one particular food, I will go back to eating it over and over until I no longer want it. I don't want to mention the name of what food I like because I don't want you to salivate, eat and lose focus. So let's just say food in general. Even recently, before I started months of dopamine detox, I still had low 
loads of cravings and I always open my phone to receive notifications and that sound I hear when my phone rings for messages despite what kind of message that is, is delightful. And of course, to mention our all-time favorite pastime, YouTube. And you may say, what about podcasts? This podcast that you're listening to, I think there's nothing wrong with this. This is your learning, more of benefits than disadvantages. So if you want to get more of this, you know what to do. Keep listening, share this, and let's carry on. Let's talk more. Face it. No one takes pleasure in doing boring stuff. Imagine you punch watching your favorite Netflix series or YouTube videos and you can't get your eyes of it. But when it comes to doing your normal job, you get bored. Because once you develop tolerance to things that activate your pleasure response, eventually it will need more and more dopamine and normal jobs end up being difficult to complete. But what is dopamine? Bear with us. Dopamine is highly associated with pleasure and reward. But it doesn't cause pleasure. It simply influences the brain's reaction to pleasure. When observing drug addiction, for example, the brain releases an excess dopamine, shutting down some dopamine receptors. So to recreate the high, the brain signals this addictive desire when exposed to drugs. Experiences that make you feel good, including using nicotine, alcohol, or other drugs, activate your brain's reward center, which responds by releasing dopamine, which may cause dependency. This reward system echoes the signals of a drug user, resulting in impulsive behavior. This release causes your brain to focus more of its attention on the experience. As a result, you're left with a strong memory of the pleasure you felt, making you want to go back to it over and over. The same thing can go with browsing social media, eating unhealthy food, or binge-watching Netflix. Simply take the example of a text alert sound. You hear the sound go off and you want to see what the text says. Because the sound has triggered dopamine, the text might be a message that brings you happiness. <laughs> I hope by now you understand what dopamine is. I'd like to get you around the idea of a dopamine detox. It worked for me because I also changed my phone and I had the chance to choose whether or not I should keep all apps or previous notification settings. You might do it for yourself too. It may not be you changing your phone but in a different way. Fast and see if it will work for you. Let's get through this together. Dopamine detox or say dopamine fasting is the removal of any activity that releases dopamine. This could include digital media, music, books, and even food. Anything that gives you pleasure. And how will this dopamine detox benefit you? You may also say, can I limit or avoid all human social interactions so I won't get pleasure from it or stay away from people for many months? I like the idea because I'm an introvert, but no, it's not that idea. You can also do that if you want, but dopamine detox is not just that. It is just giving up a particular bothersome behavior like constantly scrolling on social networks for a limited hour in a day things like that. Our body naturally produces dopamine, even when it is not exposed to specific stimuli. A more accurate description of the dopamine detox is the duration of the abstaining or unplugging from the world. Because we made it clear that it is not possible to completely abstain from it, it is crucial to note that a real dopamine detox whereby an individual successfully stops all dopamine activity in the brain is not possible. Because again, our body 
dopamine naturally produces dopamine. Are we good? So when there's no dopamine, it will be boring, right? No one wants boredom, but I encourage you to accept it as it is and embrace it. Acknowledge it that it is a human reaction that may stimulate in you a desire to re-engage with your environment, be it starting a new hobby or finishing a job or simply taking a few breaths to gain back your self-confidence beyond this pandemic period that we're having. Now we have a new strain of the virus. Pause and reevaluate your minutes of solitude and identify if boredom leads you to discomfort or renewal of fresh ideas. The aim is to accept boredom so that these activities can appear more pleasant. Doing your schoolwork or your job takes a lot more effort than continuing where you left on Netflix. By resetting your brain enough time, you will hopefully be less excited to examine your phone while doing fewer dopaminergic simulating jobs. Your objective, remember, is to avoid all of your most satisfying activities. Set your phone settings to limit app usage or maybe just a soft social media detox. Delete some apps that consume most of your time, then eventually delete them if it does you no good. However, the trick is to do it right. Follow an easy resting protocol. Practice mindfulness and concentrate on doing more significant and positive activities which can raise dopamine levels naturally. Again, the secret here is to be disciplined and realistic. The itch to let your mind roam may be difficult to fight. However, over time, the itch ought to be less itchy. Mindfulness can help you come up with ways to deal with challenging things you'll experience daily while still engaging in daily life. To practice mindfulness, the next time you find yourself grabbing your phone to scroll through social media mindlessly, time out and take note of what you're thinking and how your body feels. Then pick something else to do instead like making a tea, creating your favorite meal, run or going for a short walk, Mm-mm. or else. Mm. Maybe you read something or listen to this podcast again to serve you a reminder. If you invest nice alone glued to your phone, you could turn it off or put it away up until early morning. Lower your direct exposure to the environmental cues that activate a desire in the very first place. Remember, boredom in some cases is the start of a purpose-seeking and creativity. It's not entirely unfavorable feeling like most of us think. The correct amount of dopamine generally accompanies a good mood, ideal for discovering, planning, and efficiency. That stated, the choice to detach and unplug from different particular habits may include some health benefits, among which is the potential for increased focus and higher mental clarity. If you feel attracted by social media or another source of constant dopamine which continually triggers a state of desire, it's reasonable to wish to distance yourself from it or leave the source. And ideally, by the end of this dopamine detox, you will feel more centered, balanced, and less impacted by your usual dopamine activities. What do you think? Are you willing to give it a try? Always aim for balance because the proper amount of dopamine adds to feelings of alertness, focus, and inspiration. See you again in my next episode.